This week on Jesus Center Stage, we went to a concert and it was awesome. Who was it? We're going to talk about that this week. And is there a wrong way to present the gospel? So, what have you been doing? You done anything fun lately? Oh, you know, working, school, stuff. And there was a concert. You went to a concert? Yeah. That's odd because I went to a concert. Wasn't it great? I saw you there. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so we should probably fill our listeners in. My husband decided to surprise me with a date night, and he... Just to clarify, that was me. Obviously. Anyways, I'm not in Bible times. I don't have more than one. (laughs) So, last Friday... Hold up. What? They weren't no women in Bible times. I knew you weren't going to let that go. (laughs) I knew you weren't going to let that go. The man had more than one wife, but no wife had more than one husband. They did if if he died. They got his brother. Exactly. Yeah. It's not happening. Anyways, so, as I was saying, um, my husband planned a surprise date night. He did not tell me what we were doing or where we were going. That's rude. (laughs) and he took me to a concert in alabama which in my defense i did have it narrowed down to like three things and the concert was one of those three things because he gave me like these little hints about it being outside and not a lot of walking so like what's there left to do you're sitting and watching something and what happens outside so anyways um we were at the place where the concert was happening at the venue walking toward the amphitheater when he decides to tell me what we're doing there and then (laughs) he starts with the main okay so there's like four artists right and you know how concerts work the opening artists are new people they haven't Mm -hmm. they don't have as much experience they're not as well known as the main I don't want to say act, but like the main artist. Yeah. The main artist always comes later. So if you're going to for King and Country's tour, you're not going to start out for with for King and Country. You're going to start out with somebody else that maybe you're not even familiar with. Shane but, Reed. But <laughs> because that's the way that people get experience and that's the way they get their name out and that's just the way it works and I love it. Anyways, instead of starting with the opening artist that maybe I didn't really know, he starts out with like whose tour it is, okay? And then who, he went. Who was that? I'm not gonna start out. I'm not gonna. Oh, I'm gonna. I'm not gonna do not what you did. You're not making the same mistake I did. No, I'm saving the best for last. I see what Anyways, you're doing. so outdoor concert at a really really nice amphitheater, and the opening was Patrick Mayberry, who, if you don't know him. There's like one song on the radio that's super popular right now called Holy Spirit Come. And so we got to hear that and some other new songs. And then Ann Wilson, who... Let me tell you about my Jesus. That was so the wrong tune. But anyways, you get the point. And she did really good. I enjoyed her. Mm-hmm. Well, they both did. But I just didn't know very many of Patrick's songs. I knew like two of Ann's songs. So anyways... um. And then, and then, we the kingdom. That's and what the, I'm talking about. 
<laughs> oh, I forgot they can't hear my excited face. Mm. Okay, so We the Kingdom, I'll, I'll get back to them in a minute. And then the tour was Crowder. Like, it was his tour. So it was like his concert. He just has all these people going with him everywhere. Mm-hmm. But my husband starts out with Crowder. Like, who... Who who does that? Like when he's telling me who's going to be there, he starts out with Crowder and then says We the Kingdom and then the other two. And I'm like, and then he's like, why weren't you more excited? I'm like, when you started out with Crowder, I'm thinking, okay, who's who's going to be better than Crowder? Who's going to be more popular than Crowder? Who am I going to be more excited about than Crowder? But you started out with Crowder. So you like set my expectations what, like super high. What kind high. of concert are we going to go to where Crowder is the opening act? I don't know. That's what I couldn't figure out. <laughs> That's what I don't know. But I was thinking, like, maybe not better than Crowder, but, like, somebody who I, like, I personally would be, like, super excited. Like, CeCe Winans or something. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, you you started out with Crowder. And so I'm like. My mistake. <laughs> my expectations were, like, so high. But you make a good point. I don't know who would be better than Crowder. Because of all the concerts that I have been two in my lifetime and which is how many uh, too many to count i started going to concerts when i was like i don't know nine or ten because like they've always been my thing i've always loved concerts and granted my musical taste has evolved praise god but um i've always been i've always went to christian concerts and of all of the ones that i've ever went to that one was the best and that includes dub awards i still like dub awards Mm-hmm. But for like a completely different reason. Yes. So. Yeah. Yeah. So, who is your favorite? My favorite artist? Mm-hmm. We the Kingdom and Crowder. Oh. <laughs> I thought if I said him really fast, it would just count as like, one answer. Yeah, one. <laughs> there was just so much good about both of them. Like, Every, like, the songs they sang, first of all, they have, if you don't know their songs, they have powerful lyrics. Like, you've got to start listening to Crowder and We the Kingdom. Their songs are amazing, lyrically. Mm-hmm. So, starting with the message that they're, that they're sending out, start with that, is amazing. And then add in, musically, they have live bands they Crowder has 77 instruments. How do you, you don't know that. You're just making that number how up. Many, how many times did you see him get a different instrument? Okay, so for like the first, was it seven songs? I think I counted for the first like seven songs or something. He changed instrument between every song. Yeah. So, and then uh, after that, I just lost count. Maybe I stuttered. Instead of saying seven, I said 77. I don't know. Well, there was more than seven because he switched out seven times, and then yeah. there was everybody else. So, yeah, yeah no, it was no a lot. No kidding. He, he probably did play at least ten different instruments. Yeah. Some of them, I don't even know what they was. One of them was a square box yes. with three strings. Yeah. Well, don't know what that is. I don't either. I don't know, but, you know, let me, let me ask you. See how well you know me. What was my first thought when he brought that out and started playing it? This is going to be good? No. I wonder if I could play that? close <laughs> i looked and it was a it looked like a guitar but it was a square and in a small square and it had three strings and you know a neck like a guitar and i thought 
even I might could play that. <laughs> three strings. I can probably figure out three strings. Five strings or six strings. That's just too much. Maybe you should. Uh, what about 88 keys? You Obviously, that that's too much or I'd be playing the piano right now. <laughs> Maybe you should find out what the instrument is and see if you can learn how to, how to, how to play on it. Yeah. Anyways, um, there is so much good lyrics musically the presentation like their energy mm-hmm. both both we the kingdom and crowder had amazing energy um i don't know how we the kingdom does everything they do and sing like oh, like no. the, the one guy oh i can't remember his name but he like he had microphones at different places on the stage because he moved around so much like he moved from one place to another to play a different thing mm-hmm. and so he had to have a microphone like where he was because he moved like in the middle of a song like he would move in the middle of a song mm-hmm. i never missed a beat like never missed anything how they do that i don't know i'd be also makes me sick <laughs> i'd be very out of breath about halfway through the first song yes like, especially franny ray she <laughs> she she gets into it mm-hmm. and she's and she never sounds out of breath like no. ever they were amazing so. and they didn't talk a lot i just want to point that out like when i go to a concert to hear people sing i want to hear people sing not make jokes that they make every single night that's like a pet peeve of mine and they didn't do that and mm. i was very impressed with that they sang like one song after another like they chained songs like the music didn't even die down yeah like they just went on and it was it was amazing it was awesome so I'm taking it from that you liked it. Yes. They are on the, I told somebody Sunday that We the Kingdom and Crowder are definitely on the repeat list. Like sometimes you, you go see somebody in person and you're like, huh, they were better on the radio. Mm-hmm. And so they're not, you're like, you're not going to like want to go back and see them, you know? Yeah. But Crowder and We the Kingdom, like any, any time, like they're close enough, whatever, like I definitely on a repeat list. And I will add this before we change subjects. Even though you didn't catch this because <clears throat> you weren't paying attention. In the middle of Crowder's set, he he chained together five or six songs that the message of each song led you through the gospel. It started out with how much God loves us and then went to how we are broken and, and in need of a Savior and who to talk to. And it, it, like, from one song to the other, he led perfectly through the gospel. And that, like, I was really impressed by that. Because, like I said earlier, I've been to a lot of Christian concerts, and there is often a gospel presentation, but I've never seen someone purposely put songs together in a specific order like that to spell out the gospel. And if there was anyone there who wasn't sure or didn't believe like in the songs that he sang if they were paying attention to the words that he was saying he was preaching the gospel in the in those songs and that just like like why why doesn't everybody do that and another thing that everybody should do christian concert artists put the words on the screen this is the first time this is the first concert that they put, you know, like in church, they put the words on the screen, right? Mm-hmm. Why don't they do that at concerts? That's the first concert I've ever been to that they put the words on the screen. It was awesome. 
Like, sure. it was totally awesome. Because you don't know every song, but when they're up there, you can sing along with every song. Well, that, but you, like, you understand it. Like, yeah. if you don't if you don't know the song, and if you're like me, then you're, it's hard to understand words if you don't know the songs. But they're on the screen, and it's just like, like, why in the world have we not been doing this the whole time? Mm-hmm. Like, we churches everywhere put yeah. words on the screen. Why do we not do this at concerts? I don't know. I don't know whose idea it was, but kudos. Y'all, y'all did great. Congratulations. That was awesome. Yeah. You know, and, and as Christians, I think anytime you get a stage, whether it be an actual stage or whether it just be, you know, someone lending you an ear, you that's your opportunity to spell out the gospel, to lay out the gospel, however you want to say it. So the fact that those particular songs were chained together to let you see that that's that's making good use of your time and don't get me wrong the way the kingdom did an excellent job and a lot of their songs are are crazy theological so i'm not i'm not dismissing anything that they did Mm -hmm. by any means they were awesome but it was just that they that crowder chained those songs like he like he it's almost like if you prepared a sermon to share the gospel and you'd have notes in order it's like he yeah. put songs in order for a a flawless gospel presentation yeah it was good and he opened with a song called anchor which i have to admit i've listened to like probably 15 times uh since then and uh, if you haven't heard it go go listen to it it's it's possibly one of the slowest songs ever it's only a piano, and sometimes there's breaks in between the music, but the powerful. words are very, very powerful. So yes, there's a lot you, of good stuff happening. If you haven't heard We the Kingdom's new song called Miracle Power, you should go listen to that too. It's not what you think. Go listen to it. No. <laughs> I, I do like in that song because it's the, the chorus starts out with, I believe in miracle power, which would makes you think oh here comes some big charismatic spill yeah. and then and then the next line says or almost the next line but within a line or two it says um i'm filled with the holy ghost who's working wonders in my heart mm-hmm. that's the miracle i belong to the heavenly father yeah i'm so. a friend of christ his son like that's miracle working right there mm-hmm. that i i belong to yeah. a heavenly father which miracles, mm-hmm. but I am a friend of Christ, his son. Like, th- just take a second and let that sink in. Like, I know we've heard things like this, that, you know, that Jesus is our friend. But there's a big difference between Jesus being our friend and me being his friend. Yeah. Like, he's God. He can be my friend. Like, he's perfect and whatever. Why he would want to be my friend, that's another whole thing. But take the broken, flawed always falling short of the glory of God person that I am yeah, and saying, I'm a friend of Christ who died for me. Like I'm a friend of the guy who gave his life for me. He didn't just save my life, but he's not just my hero. He's not just my savior, but like, I know that guy, Mm -hmm. like I know who he is and I'm his friend. Like, like we, we know each other. We talk, we, you know, we hang out together. Like, that's just... Anyways, go listen to Miracle Power. It's not what you think it is. <laughs> All right. As I, I believe uh, you're hopped up. 
You done, you done hit the microphone over there. Did I? That little sound that y'all heard a while ago, that was her swinging her hands hey, around while she's didn't. talking. At least I didn't uh, make it blow up like yeah. I did before. <laughs> so, however, I want to say this. As much as we both enjoyed the concert, as much as we can point out particular songs and particular lyrics, and and we have to also remember this. It was a concert. We didn't go to church. No. So there was, at one there's point songs in, uh, there that you wouldn't sing in church, even though they was about Jesus. They was maybe fast-paced okay. or... Well, you can't sing fast-paced songs in church. No, I'm just saying some of them are not... You wouldn't... Tell me one song... Okay, maybe... Okay, never mind, because I just thought of one of each. I was going to say, tell me one song from We the Kingdom and Crowder. You couldn't sing in church, but I just thought of one of each. Yeah. <laughs> none, none of them would be like, oh, you, you played you know horrible music in church but it's just like some songs don't fit some songs are christian concert songs right or so, radios or in your car jam yeah, songs they exactly. don't tread on me that is an in your car jam song right mm-hmm. there yeah yep so um yeah so as much as we enjoyed it as much as we enjoy the songs some people didn't and yeah. um I think it it's worth kind of speaking about a little bit as as we was waiting in line to get through the gate um there was uh, a like there was a man preaching another man holding a sign and then a woman uh f- video in it mm-hmm. and uh he was preaching against people going into this concert and yes. um you know I mean he I forget what his sign even said, but it, you know, something about repent today before it's too late or something. And and he was preaching a message about, um, you know, you better turn right now before it's too too late. And that's not a bad message, but I just my my problem was he wasn't just talking about you need to turn from sin. He was specifically telling people they needed to get out of line. Yes. Uh, because he didn't. Out of line to go into a Christian concert. Yeah. And, you know, I I, I ain't going to say I disagree with him on principle, but my take of the concert and the music was that it was, it was, pointing us to jesus therefore i was fine with it now with that being said there's there's some christian artist that i probably wouldn't go to their concert so like i said i I, I you also wouldn't stand outside and preach to everybody else that they should that's where that's where i'm headed is i i can't say (laughs) i can't say that he was wrong about in, like in, if he doesn't his, like that style of music. Yeah, if he if he thinks that's too worldly because they got, you he's know, he's entitled to his opinion. All these instruments and and the lights on the stage and the big screens and all that. So he's like, that's just too worldly. I don't want to do it. There's there's some churches and denominations and so forth that they don't want their members to go to watch a movie. They don't want their members to. Um, you know drink coke drink coke uh <laughs> so i've heard yeah, i don't know so, any of them <laughs> but you know and that's the way they that's the way they believe and that's fine now this man he he just didn't think this was a i'm, I'm sure 
in his church they probably do you know older music hymns and uh, stuff of that nature so I'm not saying I have a problem with him and his beliefs because if that's his beliefs that's fine my issue is that he was out there preaching in a very aggressive yeah uh, it was the presentation yeah Um, I, I specifically remember hearing him say and I don't know what I can't tell you what preceded this or what came after but I heard him like he was a bit he was shouting loudly mm-hmm. yeah. to be heard I, some of it I'm wish to be heard some of it was like I, he sounded aggressive yeah like he, he wasn't just speaking loudly to be heard he was speaking aggressively mm-hmm. but he made the statement you ought to be ashamed of yourself yeah. and like he's he's saying he's preaching at us mm-hmm. going into this concert that we ought to be ashamed of ourselves and here's the thing giving him the benefit of the doubt maybe don't think this is the case but giving him the benefit of the doubt perhaps he didn't mean that we should be ashamed of ourselves for going to that concert but that's the message i got yeah because in his in his pre- his presentation was not clear yeah his presentation was not clear so if he was the, if his intentions were to share the gospel he did not make it clear mm-hmm because that what was being presented to these people going in to enjoy some Jesus music and worship and there was a lot of worship not some people were just there to enjoy the concert but there was a lot of which worship which is perfectly fine yeah exactly if you, you go to a concert because you're going to a concert like that's why I pointed out right away we what we didn't go to church no we went to a concert so some people might look at that and go I can't believe, you know, they call that church music. No, that was concert music. That was Jesus music, okay? We yeah. were we were enjoying there, there's, there's Jesus music. There's a lot music. of, of and good, and, it's, and, and even if it's just inspirational, clean music, that that's fine. And, and, and a, an example of that is We the Kingdoms, uh, Don't Tread on Me. That is like, that is a good, what I would call a fun Christian song. Like, it does have some powerful lyrics, it it spells out how the blood of Jesus is is bigger than Satan. Mm-hmm. Like it it's got some great stuff in it, but it's an upbeat jamming song. Okay, yeah. it's fun. So that might be a song that you're just like, you know, you're you're kind of not outright dancing, but like you're grooving to. You know, mm-hmm. you're enjoying it. And then in contrast, not better or worse, but just different. Crowder's God really loves us. That might be hands in the air, having a, a, quote, church moment, having a worship moment, because you're not only enjoying it, but you're hearing the words of it, mm-hmm. and you're praising in that moment. And both, all of this is great. Like, all of this is good. Yeah. But the presentation that the man outside was was giving was that none of this was good. It's not yeah. good to enjoy Jesus' music. It's not good to be here with other people who enjoy Jesus music, mm-hmm. it's not good, like, turn around and go home. And, like, I don't, that, that, besides the presentation of, of giving that across, that he's not, th- that we're doing wrong here, but besides that, if his ultimate goal, if he was trying to present the gospel, why was he there? Like, that's, that's what I don't get. Like, if you're at a 
concert where there's vulgarity and profanity and drinking and just not a good scene for a Christian to be. And you're preaching. I still question your presentation. However, I can kind of see why you're there to preach the gospel. Because obviously these people do not know the gospel or they would not be listening to this kind of music. So that I can like, okay, I get why you're there. I still don't agree with how you're doing it, but that's just me. But why is he out? That's what I don't get. Why is he outside a Christian concert doing it? I guess well, I don't get that. Yeah, and I think I do get that in that that by his belief, this isn't really the way Christian music should sound. And this, you know, Book, chapter verse. Well, that's why I said I'm not holding that against him. Uh, you you may, but I know what against him. His 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 uh, understanding of what Christian music should be or should not be. No, I'm not holding it against him. I just don't understand him. It's it's one thing that, uh, like I said, there there's Christian uh, and and I use air quotes, but there's people I wouldn't feel comfortable going, even though they're singing about Jesus. It's almost like death metal music and. Uh, or you know some really hardcore route. Chances are I'm not going to know what they're saying. Or so. there's a there's a new little trend going around where I've been seeing a lot is where they take the soundtrack from some very well known 80s rock song and then they just change the words to have Jesus in it and they could say we're singing about Jesus. But there's still something that don't settle right with me on that because everybody from the 80s is drawn into it because of the beat of the music and stuff. Because they recognize and, it. Yeah, and you're getting drawn off. How? That's what I'm saying. What? There's things that I would not go to that other people would say, well, he's wrong for that, but this is Jesus music. There's things I would go to that that man that was in the parking lot would say that's not Jesus music. So I don't think I can make a judgment call on that. Right. My thing is, if I wanted to go to this concert to tell these people that they probably shouldn't be here, that it's not glorifying the God and it's not right. But is that um, in itself okay? I, th- I think so. It's okay to go to a place where people have chosen to go to tell them they should not be there? No, 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 no. I'm saying... That's that's what this guy was doing. He was he was saying in a very aggressive way that you should be ashamed to be here. That you're you you need to turn right now and go away. Those kinds of things. And I'm just saying that kind of presentation is very unlikely to have anybody stop and think or consider your point or any of those things. So if I went to another concert of death metal slash rap and I'm like, I don't think this is glorifying God. It's all about the music or whatever. And I started, my message was you need to get out of line and go home. I'm not swaying anybody. Right. Those people had come. So if I, if I really wanted to reach those people, I would probably just take my time and calmly 
walk down the beside the line or whatever and just talk to people about the gospel because that's what's going to change people's heart and make them think maybe I need to look more into what I'm entertaining or those kinds of things. However, ultimately, I don't think that's the venue to change someone's mind. I don't think standing in line in a concert is the place where you're going to be the most receptive to any kind of gospel presentation that is given to tell you to stop doing whatever it is you're doing. Um, right. So that that would be, that's I guess what I'm saying is, where do we go wrong at presenting the gospel? And, you know, I, you know, I hear people say stuff like, well, I'll go into that bar and, and that guy's, you know, I don't care if he's drunk or whatever. I'll go over there and I'll start, I'll tell him the gospel and it's not great. Is it however, about you being macho or is it about the gospel? At however, that point? if that guy's drunk, and yeah. I, I, I know you hadn't experienced this, but I have in, in the past, when, when, when you've drank too much and you're drunk, then. I have no idea why you just air quoted that. <laughs> then your, your, your thoughts aren't the same they would be when you're sober yeah therefore would, the gospel presentation is probably to, going to end up being a joke to me well not only that, that situation. But, but let's say you air quote take it seriously in that moment you what's the chances you're going to remember it the next day yeah if you're uh, you're cognitively mm-hmm. impaired yeah so why i mean if you can't drive drunk how can you get saved junk now, I have heard that the power of God has sobered up somebody mm-hmm. so that they can get saved. And I believe that I believe he can do that. But that's another whole that's another yeah. whole thing. If you if you're drunk, how can you correctly respond and know what you're doing? Yeah. And I've and never and been drunk. So maybe there's a way. I don't know. Yeah. And, and you know, it's all about you're taking advantage of the opportunities you're you're given but at the same time you got to to kind of look that if by and and i'm just talking about this concert at the moment but all of us have probably seen some guy on the corner uh you know you know at a park or at the red light and usually they'll have a sign that's got something that's borderline offensive on Uh it And they're pretty much yelling that you're going to hell, that you're going to burn, and, you know, all those kinds of things. I have seen. that. That's not going to to be the presentation. And that's what this guy was doing outside this concert, was was trying to scare you or shame you and telling you you should be ashamed to turn. And I'm just, I mean, my, my whole point here is I think there's times when we, uh, as believers want to share the gospel but we pick the wrong time or the wrong way to do that here's a here's the thing about about the whole street preaching thing i have seen someone walk the street holding a sign that was not offensive that was truth but it was not offensive truth and not speaking a word not yelling at people Mm-hmm. not sh- screaming at people that they're going to hell. That guy, I actually stopped and talked to that guy and heard his testimony. I don't know if you remember this or not. It's been I a long do. time. Um, but but he was, in essence, he was doing the same thing. But his presentation was different. 
Yeah. And the the guy at the concert, I feel like if he would have taken that approach quietly, calmly presenting his presenting his message, mm-hmm. then people m- probably would have taken note of it. Maybe not left the concert. I wasn't going anywhere, but may have taken note of it better. Yeah. Um instead of being honestly instead of being annoyed aggravated, angry, because this guy's over here screaming things at us. Um, and I, no, I didn't see anybody react in any way. But, like, I felt no. a little annoyed myself, to be completely honest. I felt a little bit in, of embarrassment for him, in a way. That wasn't that good. I just felt annoyed. I, I'm just being honest, y'all. Y'all pray for me. But anyways, um, what I'm saying is, I, I do feel like we can, that we need to be mindful of presentation and what was the other word you used a while ago? I don't know. There was something else. Anyways, we need to be mindful of those things. Mm-hmm. But I feel like there's an appropriate way to do it in any circumstance. And what I mean by that is you may have an opportunity and the circumstance doesn't even allow you to speak openly but you can be Jesus in that moment. You can show Christ-likeness. You can show joy. You can show love. You can show that you have a peace that passes all understanding. There, you can do something to show your faith. I had a couple of weeks ago, someone told me from a text message that I sent about their order that I was delivering that she could tell I was a Christian. There was absolutely no mention of Jesus in my text message. I was not sharing the gospel when I was telling her what changes I made on her Walmart order, okay? I was just telling her. Yeah. But I was doing things as unto the Lord, and she recognized that through a text message without even meeting me. So there's ways that we can show Christ Yeah. in, in any circumstance. It's just we have to be careful to make sure that we're showing off Christ and not showing off ourselves. Mm-hmm. And, and I want to just clarify because I know sometimes these things get misunderstood, uh, especially to someone maybe who, who doesn't know Christ or is new. But a while ago when you said if you do these things, you can be Jesus, you mean be an ambassador for him. Yes. So just, like, just to make that. Like a physical representation, not actually being Jesus. No, there's I only didn't. one. Um, but being like Jesus yes, is what I, yeah. I'm sorry. And, I should have said like. Yeah, and being that, that ambassador and that representative. So, yeah, and, and I mean, I, I think if you're listening and, and you're a believer, uh, I just ask you to, to take these things into consideration and and pray on them, which is the same thing I'm I'm asking of myself and, uh, and of you, Elsie, is that we are called to go out and to share this gospel but I think we have to be mindful of of how. I'm not even going to say when or where because there's not a wrong place or a wrong time. It's just how. But but how am I going to do that? Mm-hmm. And and if the, one of the biggest things I think is if you're coming across to someone else that that you're condemning them in order to make them want to go get saved. It's not y- working. You're you're headed in the wrong direction. The son of man and, do not uh, come to condemn. Yeah, that's right. So John 3, read it. Yeah. I also want to read these verses. I know we're getting ready to close, but I feel like our whole conversation can be summed up in this book, chapter, verse. 
um, Matthew chapter 5, verse, starting in verse 13. You are the salt of the earth. If the salt has lost its taste, how can it be made salty? It is no longer good for anything but to be thrown out and walked on by people. That makes me think of when I, when I present it wrongly, when I don't mm. present it appropriately for the moment. It's like, what good is it? What, what, yeah. good, what effect am I having? Verse 14, you are the light of Christ to the world. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden. Nor does anyone light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a lampstand, and it gives light to all who are in the house. Let your light shine before men in such a way that they may see your good deeds and moral excellence and recognize and honor and glorify your Father who is in heaven. So if we are being Christ-like, it's going to show. It says you are the light of Christ in the world, and if you are, you're not going to be hidden. No. You don't have to scream condemnation or you know you 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 don't have to do those Mm. things like if you're just being christ-like if you're presenting his love and his joy and his the fruit of the spirit that we're supposed to have in our lives as christians that's what makes us different than anyone who doesn't have jesus and so when anyone who doesn't have jesus sees somebody with jesus and says, why do they love like that? Why do they forgive like that? Why are they happy all the time? Why do they have peace? Why are they not upset? Why are they not anxious in these circumstances? It shows. The light is shining. The light of Christ in us is shining out. You just you just hit a hot button there, though, because now I'm thinking, is that me? Ouch. Why'd you say that? Because you're saying all these things that we should do and why we're calm in this situation and why we're not getting upset or why we're... As soon as I said... I I see both of us getting all worked up. Yes. As soon as I said that, I was like, oh, snap. He's fixing to get me. No, I I felt it. I felt conviction out of the things that I just said. But that's a great point. We're Mm -hmm. talking about how somebody presents the gospel, but how am I presenting Christ? Everything that, that the Christian does, especially in sharing the gospel should be done with an overtone of love in every bit of it and sometimes love is a little bit tough because you you have to say the truth and if someone's living outside the truth then that does sound you know kind of harsh but even still but there's still a the way truth to do with love is is palatable people can take that there's a big um, difference between presenting the gospel with condemnation and presenting the gospel with concern yeah it's still the gospel, and the truth of the gospel is without Jesus, you're not going to make it to heaven. Mm-hmm. And, and that doesn't change. But there's a difference between banning somebody from heaven and being concerned that they make it to heaven. Yeah. There's, there's a whole, it's a whole different, yeah, it's a, it's whole, a whole different, different thing. thing. Yeah. All right. So summary for today, if you get a chance to go see We the Kingdom of Crowder, Go. Jump on it quickly and always present the gospel with salt. Present and Jesus. Love. And keep Jesus center stage in your life.